Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at This is episode 491. One. Of cognitive distance. And Cecil, you know, it's an amazing thing to be able to do. What's that? Is it an amazing thing to be able to record on a Thursday? Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> two and a half days later, record and be like, oh man, it's only been two days. Yeah. I wonder if enough crazy shit has happened oh. for us to condense oh, our yeah. recording schedule. Oh, yeah. And it'd be like, yeah. No. Turns out that's not a significant concern. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> We're you know, going to be all right. Do you know, where, you know what the world I want to live in? What's that? I want to live in a world where we say, oh, man, we've got this shit going on. We're going to have to record on Thursday and then on Sunday. And then on Saturday when it's like, okay, well, let's see what happened from Thursday evening to Saturday mid-afternoon. Mm-hmm. It is not possible to fill a show worth of crazy shit. with Yeah, crazy, yeah. horrible shit. Right, yeah. yeah. Like we should just be able to be like, so the Bulls beat the Knicks or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You should be able to be like, it was a nice day yeah. today. Some yeah. some sun. So did you hear about do the big remember? snowstorm in Montana? When we first started talk, started doing this show. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> and we were talking about, oh, yeah, one day we won't even have to do this show anymore. Everybody's going to be atheists and everybody's going to be smart, reasonable, and not treasonous. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's a fun game to play, Cecil. It's a fun game to play. I do. I find myself doing that a lot, though. That (sighs) I find myself doing that a lot. That sigh, Sigh, sort of wistful, wistful sigh. Yeah, no, no. Smalley's 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 was a disdainful sigh. That's That's different. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that's it. That's okay. That's a different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's a fun game to play. What's that? Think back. Um, you ever you ever hear like the term five year plan? What's your five year plan? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, I've heard plan? that before. Yeah. So it's, it's always fun to be like, well, you know, I I'm curious if I were to like take a snapshot of the world today and then bring it back in time to say, oh I don't know, God. 2014. Five. It'd be like, hey man, do you recognize the world you're living in? <laughs> I bet you were wrong about everything. <laughs> you were wrong about everything. 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 Like so seriously, it's like. It cracks me up to think, like, what I have predicted any, like, five years out, like, we can't get the weather good five yeah, days know, out right? yeah. to think of, like, the geopolitical situation. <laughs> I saw a hilarious, hilarious tweet the other day. You ever watch uh, Quantum Leap when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. tweet went something like, uh, you know, the guy, the star of the show walks uh-huh. in and he says, he says, what, I haven't jumped yet? 
And he says, I've done like 60 things. And then Sam comes in. He's like, well, I don't know. You're just going to have to keep doing stuff. It says here, you're supposed to get him impeached. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's, you think it's going to happen? You think he'll get impeached? I mean, he'll get impeached. Here's now, what I right? hope happens. Yeah. I don't care about the impeachment. I really hope that he loses really badly in the next election. That's all I care about too. I want him to lose so badly, like so, so badly. Like, like one of those, like the exact opposite of what he was saying when he was like, oh, it's probably the best victory ever. I would love to see the exact opposite happen to him. Right. Yeah. So to see how he spins like the a loss. crushing FDR style. I would, oh, I would like, love to, I would love to see a Nixon second term loss against him. Cause what isn't it like one state was like, no. And everybody else is like, Nixon it right. is. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to pee on you like yeah. this Calvin poster. Yeah, there's like, like one one person, one person in one or one state had like two electoral votes and the rest of them were all just like, Nixon it is. I'll tell you what would happen if he loses. If he loses, his concession speech will show up on Pornhub and be the most widely oh fucking my masturbated to speech. Oh my God, yeah. Because like, that would be just from me jerking oh, yeah. off to it. <laughs> Like I will, I will change the statistics in sport. Like I yeah. will chafe myself raw. I like I tell you right now, if 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 and we probably will record election night yep. next year. Oh God! And uh, if he if he loses, we're gonna turn it to adults only. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna whoever's in studio with us. It's a circle jerk now, baby. <laughs> For election night, can we not record it in studio? Can we rent a hotel where we could just thrash the shit out of it because I feel like I don't know that I can oh, take it again. God, that last I, time was rough. That I, last time was rough. I am serious. Like, I'm not driving that day. Like, I'm going to get a car. You're going to get a car. Because if it happens, I'm just going to curl up in yeah. the bottom of the car <laughs> and weep and hug my knees and hold a fucking me too because I have been bad touched. And, and I will point. say this, if it doesn't happen, if the impeachment doesn't happen and he wins the next election, yeah. then you're really fucked. Then you're really yeah, now right. now strap in, baby. Oh, I know. Because you ain't seen nothing That's yet. It. That's you it. ain't seen nothing yet. That's a world where you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. How bad was I yeah. in the past life? <laughs> exactly. Was I was I like Were we all that bad? Man. Yep. We have done some yep. shit. Yep. Jeez, it's not like we're boomers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, so, we can do shit. We just can't fund it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can call everybody entitled when it doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone, we have an announcement to make. Girls go to college to get more knowledge. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. All right, so this story comes to a friendly atheist blog. Uh, Bishop, girls should skip college so they're not smarter than their husbands. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. Oh my God. So this is this guy is a Brazilian billionaire and a bishop from the Universal Church of the Kingdom of God. Um, well, get a longer name for your church. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Right. You would think with everybody getting a Brazilian, like he'd be a little more open-minded, you know? <laughs> It'd be a little bit, they could take a little off the top is what you're saying. <laughs> Universal Just a slicker presentation yeah. is all. <laughs> Universal church seems like a fucking redundant, right? Isn't, oh, I, oh, God's just like, no, sorry. It's just the galactic church of God. <laughs> We're not doing the whole universe. We tried that. This is the church of the, this area yeah. generally. <laughs> <laughs> This is the church of the six corners. Like, <laughs> in this speech, this guy reportedly suggested, according to an, a translation, 
um, that woman's happiness is only possible through submission to a man. Sending his daughters to college does not help them to submit. I think this is really telling. And this is, this is something that you see a lot. You know, it's not funny, but it's one of those, you know, like there's, there's not a mention of equality, right? One person in this relationship has to be in power over the other. Right. There's never like we're partners, right? Yeah, right. Or, hey, we both chip in sort yep. of thing. There's mm-hmm. never any of that. It's all just like, well, one person's got to be in power. Right. There can't be a dynamic of a relationship where one person is in power. And if she's wearing pants, what are you going to do? Okay, all right. But what you're, what you're not seeing is that there's a division of labor and it divides up like this. Okay. Everything I want to do that creates economic power, social power, and respect, that's on my side. <laughs> and then all the isolated bits that make you, you know, count on me for your very survival. Well, that's your side. Sure. And we've just divided up the labor equal mm. schmequal. Mm. That's what we've done. What I, division of labor. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. it's efficient. That's why Henry Ford yeah. fucking invented yeah. doing this. <laughs> Before this, everybody made the whole baby all yeah. at once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they just hugged until the baby fell out. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is like a penguin. He's putting it over his feet or whatever, sticking his belly over it Jesus to fucking Christ. incubate it. Um, but but seriously though, like like I think we've come a long way in the past, you know, 150 years to thinking about the family unit as a partnership. But what keeps bringing this back over and over and over again is religion. What keeps bringing it back into people's mindsets is that or that religion that keeps saying one person has to be in charge and it's got to be the man. Right. Well, religion does a great job of saying like, well, all right, it could be. Like the rest of the world is like, well, hey, we all should be a partnership, but there's these systemic, you know, economic structural issues that are standing in the way of creating that last step toward equality. And religion's like, what about if we step back? Yeah. Away yeah. from equality sure. because sure. like we're we're really just a handful of big structural economic steps away from creating real yeah. structural institutional yeah. equality for the sexes. Yeah. And and I think we can get there, probably not in my lifetime, maybe the next generation couple or the big, one after. Couple big steps if a Democrat gets in and does uh, the pre-K. Yeah. I, couple I, big steps there. I think universal yeah. child care is the thing that like tips us over the edge and gets yeah. us so much closer, yeah. right? Pre-K is it's huge. It's massive. Huge. It's massive, massive. Yeah. So it, it, can get us, it can get us so much closer and I think it's absolutely necessary. But- you know, I don't want to hold my breath for things that might not happen because I keep waiting for good things yeah, to happen right. and then they don't. And then nothing know? happens. <laughs> Go home, Cardinal Pell. Cardinal I've got a nice spot in hell nice spot with your hell. name on it. And so I suggest you toughen up and all right, I found this on a, a bunch of different sites. I'm going to grab this one from Business Insider. 1,700 Catholic priests accused of child sexual abuse are reportedly living freely in the U.S. with no oversight, working in schools, and failing to register as sex offenders. They use the same image, by the way. I found this at like three different sites, right? They use the same image of a guy who couldn't look more like a pedophile if he was jerking off two little kids right in this moment. I mean, seriously, they chose the very best photo. He 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 looks like it is. I mean, it, it's hard to tell because there's no background. So you can't tell if he's looking up or he's just hunched shouldered looking forward. Yeah. You can't tell. 
it's astonishingly pedophilic somehow. Yeah. Like yeah. this guy, like this is like somebody who got caught in his ice cream truck. Oh my gosh. Chris <laughs> Hansen had this guy sit down. Like he absolutely had this guy sit down. Have you ever actually watched that show? Yeah. A couple times. I have never seen that. Yeah. Show. A couple I've only times. seen clips from it. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times. Like I, you know, the thing is, is like, it's just gross. Yeah. Right. So I might have watched it once or twice, and then you just get to the point where you're like, this is super depressing. I yeah. don't want to see this. And it's, you know, they catfish, or I don't know what you call it. I guess it's not catfishing. Catfishing is something else. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. They, they pretend to be somebody else online. I don't know what you call that. I There's don't know a why. Thing, There's a name for that where they pretend to be someone else online, and- they dupe the people into showing up at the place for a sexual run for a sexual right? run for, for right. what is clearly from the chat a sexual i mean it's there's no way to misinterpret it right. you're not going to chuck e cheese for a birthday party i will see you at three o'clock for the my penis in your vagina i mean it's party really having, it's right? really yeah. it's no, it's no less explicit i will ejaculate yeah. by yeah. 315 <laughs> I cannot wait. Guaranteed. I cannot wait to plug you up. Is, you know, <laughs> I mean, like seriously, these right. are these are. There's no way to mistake it. And then what happens is, is the guy the guy comes out, and then every time the guy's just like, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done. It. I'm sorry," and he leaves, and he just gets tackled by the police, and that's the end of it. And it's just sort of like this, like. Like you feel like you're kind of watching porn. You feel like complicit in it. Like in some weird way, it's like you're watching somebody, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm fucking 100%. Get rid of those guys. Like, yeah, right, fucking yeah, catch right. them. Do what you got to do to catch them. Yeah, you don't have to tell them you're a police officer. That's okay. <laughs> like, I don't I don't care how you catch those guys. Um, They're scumbags. If you're not 13, yeah. you have to tell me. You have me. to tell like, me. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, like, I don't give a shit how no, you catch them. But at the same time, I also don't want to watch it. It does seem weird to turn that into entertainment. Yeah. But it seems like a revenge porn kind yeah, of a right. thing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. I hate these people too. Yeah. I want to see sure. bad. And I, I guess like part of me is like, you know, I mean, I do want to see bad things. I, want, I guess what I want to know, I want to know that they are caught. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily want to revel in their, in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, thing, I don't want somebody to like tell me about like the gross shit leading up. To and it. I know we're already off on a tangent, but I do want to say like one thing that I think though, that shit like that does and shit like, and don't get me wrong. I like murder shows, right? I right. like I those too. shows, yeah. but I think that those shows and like shows about rape and shows about like this make it seem like that shit's more common than it actually is. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's a bad thing, right? Because constantly you hear over and over. And it also makes us want to hate those people and really severely punish them more so than I think we probably, that's probably good for society. Because- the, the sexual predators? Not sexual predators, yeah. murders, you criminals, know, in criminals in general. I think it it hardens us to them and, and helps us fit into this vengeance culture that we've built. Mm. And I think that it is, it can be sometimes damaging. It makes us- harden our heart towards those people instead of paying attention to any of the circumstances that might have gotten them into that position we remove all that and say they're just evil and they're horrible people because we're only paying attention to a snippet of their life in like a lot of those murder shows and things like that you're only paying to a certain and you you focus on the most horrible thing ever and we judge them by that most horrible moment of their life so this is 1700 catholic priests accused of child abuse I want to be clear about a couple of things. Many in many of these cases, these are people who have been accused, yeah, but who have not been sure. tried and convicted. Sure, and there's a vast difference, right? Because you could, there, because of obvious reasons, like there's a huge difference. 
But it's, what struck me about this article is that if you're an institution like the Catholic Church and you know that you have a problem in your organization related to the sexual abuse of, of children, sure, and you know somebody has been credibly accused of sexual abuse of kids, and you've got a massive organization, but they've just been accused, and, and if you're the organization giving the benefit of the doubt, wouldn't the easy thing to do be to remove them from the parts of their lives within your organization that are going to allow them to fucking intersect with kids? Like some of these people still are working in schools. Some of these people sure. still work in unsupervised right. ways in and among parishes. Yeah. Like, you know, you have a problem. Even if you didn't believe in the problem from just a purely like a self-defense standpoint, it seems like just remove those people, like have a mechanism, like, all right, so-and-so has been accused. The, 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 the accusation seems credible. We're going to take that person. We're going to put them with a minder. We're going to move them to an administrative role. They no longer have a parish-related position. Their, like, constant refusal to do what seems to be, to me, like, common sense sure. measures to protect the public. Yeah. They should muzzle these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whenever like, they get an opportunity, and they don't. They don't do shit. Yeah. And they put them, they basically put them in, like, okay, well, you got choose as sex offending. All right, well, you know what we really need in Sacramento? We need a judge for a child beauty pageant. That's what we need. So is there any way that you could, <laughs> could do that for us? Okay. Yeah. Um, it turns out Tulsa needs a child's underwear fitter. Yeah. That's a weird it's job a weird for job. us. Why do we yeah. have that job? It's a weird job in general. Anyway, yeah. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Just go ahead to the kid's underwear factory. So here's the people. Uh, they've got some statistics in here. 65 have been charged with a variety of crimes since they left the church. Of those, 50% uh, relate to sexual assault, child pornography, and fail to register as a sex offender. 76 are licensed to work in schools as counselors or in medical establishments. Of the 310 previously charged with sex crimes, only 85 are now on state sex offender registers. More than 400 live within 610 meters or 2,000 feet of a school, playground, or childcare facility, and 64 have been jailed and 13 others are facing criminal charges since leaving the church. It's like the, the whole way that the church treats this just denies the reality of the problem that yeah. they so obviously yeah. fucking have. And if these people would have been abs punished in the first place <clears throat> and, you know, then also watched and also gone through some sort of rehabilitation, maybe those numbers would be dropped. Yeah, even if, even if all that happened was that they were accused and even if the accusations were never proven up, right? It just would be the smartest thing for just your own self-defense to say, all right, well, you know, so-and-so has been accused. We haven't been able to verify it, but yeah. we know institutionally we don't want to look bad. The optics yeah. are bad. Yeah. So we're going to remove that person from public interaction. And they're always, anytime they're in public, there's going to be a two-adult system. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not most, hard. Most schools yeah. now have a two-adult system when it comes Smart. to kids, right? Yeah. So most of the time, like, you can't be alone in the fucking changing room as the only grown-up in the changing room. Smart. You know what I mean? Super like, smart. That's not... And it's not hard. Right. Yeah. That's the problem is it gets hard when you have only fucking one adult yeah. in the fucking changing room <laughs> and they're a fucking creepoid. Yeah, yeah. It had to be your mom. They cannot arrest a husband and wife for the same crime. Yeah, I don't think that that's true, Dad. Really? 
This story is sad. This is a really sad story. It's yeah, from LGBTQ Nation. Yeah. Uh, the case of an outed teen who died of suicide is in the hands of an anti-gay prosecutor. Um, so, I mean, there there is a kid um, in Tennessee who is being outed based on Snapchat. So mm-hmm. he had whatever. It doesn't even matter. It makes no difference. That's the part of it. Like, he got outed, right? And he got outed and he said, you know, sent his brother a message and said, you know, I'm, I got to leave social media for a while. I'm scared. You know, I got, I got outed by all this stuff. And um, not too long after that, he committed suicide. Yeah. And the prosecutor in charge of making sure that this kid got some semblance of justice as a result is on the record as basically disqualifying domestic abuse incidences as domestic abuse yeah, yeah. if they did not occur or if they occurred as part of a, a homosexual relationship saying like, I don't recognize the relationship. Therefore, the specific protections yeah, that are yeah. given in as part of domestic abuse, I'm not going to apply. Yeah, it's this is a guy who selectively applies the law based on his complete dismissal of the validity of homosexual relationships. Yeah, and that's the guy prosecuting and trying to get justice for this fucking teenager whose life was tragically cut short because of this this terrible incident. Like we we have to have a moment where we realize, I think, that public office is incompatible with bigotry. Yeah. If you have bigoted views, those are your right to hold. Yeah. But the moment that your actions and your bigotry intersect, you should be immediately removed from office. Except for in Tennessee, this isn't bigotry, this is normal. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's sad that this kid is in both life and in death being discriminated against, Yeah, right? Like that's the horror is that even though he killed himself, he's still being discriminated against and can't be a proper victim. One of the things that they say in here is like, this guy, um, he does not treat LGBTQ victims as the the same as straight victims. Well, let me tell you, this guy died just as much as a straight guy would have, you know? And he, the thing is, is he was bullied too. Like this is all bullying. Like why he was, he was, oh, absolutely. It was, yeah. he was outed as a, you know, and they're saying it's because of bullying. Right. And he doesn't choose to be out. He gets, um, he gets outed and then you know, there's no reason to do this. There's, you know, there's plenty of, there's a lot of helplines out there that you can call. Um, I know for sure that there's charities out there like they gets better and things like that, that help people out in this situation. Um, but he committed suicide and that's, that's a horror. And then to have this, this guy just be like, yeah, I don't even treat those things the same. I don't even, I don't even consider it the same. You can't expect that he's going to follow the same channels he would if somebody was bullied because they were, you know, something else, whatever other things that someone gets bullied for. Yeah. How can he have like, as the prosecutor, he is working on behalf of the victim yeah. for whom he has clearly no he compassion. Yeah, he doesn't care about him. Yeah. So like without empathy for the victim, how can he work yeah. to be their advocate? Sure. It's horrible. It's fucking Tennessee. Yeah. So like, don't get me wrong. It's not surprising. Yeah. Like, but it is, but it is one of those things that, you know, when it pops up, you're just like, God, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So backward. It's so backward. Sometimes I think like, oh, you know what? We're in a, we're in a world where like we're in a post- give a shit about homosexuality world. And I I have to sometimes pause and read stories like this and remember that like, that's true in the major population centers. That's true for most, numerically, most of the people living in the world because they live in 
places that are decent where other people live and have an education. Yeah. But in the garbage parts of the country, sure, sure. in all the red parts of the country, yeah, the little yeah. shithole, shit-stain counties across America where like nine people get together. That's like the whole southeast of this country. Yeah, yeah. Like it is still, it's 35 years behind oh, where yeah. we're at today. Absolutely. Like, take whatever the date yeah. is and roll it back 35, 40 years and that's what you get when you fucking drive south. Yeah. You go, to, you, this this kid gets outed anywhere up north, there's a support group for him. I'll be cutting your hair today. made me laugh. It's just crazy. News18.com. Four barbers detained and packed for styling customers' beards in an un-Islamic way. The un-Islamic way, by the way, is trimming them. Yeah. In this in this story, because they say, says, um, it says, un- uh, it says un-Islamic is stylish because they say yep. they, they trimmed it in a stylish way. So Islamic is frumpy, I guess is what. Yeah, right. Like that's just, the. Just, like, can you imagine? It's just your 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 face just shits out hair everywhere. Just yeah. Unruly, just yeah. poking out like the fucking kraken yeah, exploding yeah. from your skin. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> See, so you have you have a pretty righteous beard. Mm-hmm. If you didn't style it, if you didn't get it like you got to comb it a lot, it yeah. would be. Yeah. Wild, yeah. Like it, it gets be, nuts. It gets nuts. It, it gets it nuts all, on my own. I right. mean, without any. I mean, I can like it, be sticking out all weird. And, it doesn't yeah. all grow at the same rate. No, no. Like if yeah. you want to look crazy homeless, yeah. like that's yeah. the best way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love the idea that they're like, all right, you got to have a beard. You got to have a beard, and it can't be a stylish beard. We are so afraid of the modern world. <laughs> That like we'll let you, we will let you have a beard as long as it is an unstylish beard. <laughs> it should have covered up the beards with hijabs, <laughs> <laughs> like a little beard cut or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> it just covers it up, and it's like like when they go swimming in their little burkinis or whatever. Yes. They get like a little thing that wraps around and. I think it would be amazing if like women had to wear like the head covering and the men had to wear the opposite version. So it's like. Just a thing across your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of your fucking skin exposed. I think, like, so it's just like, if you put them together, it's yeah. one fully covered person. You know what you need to do though. Instead, make it the rule that nobody can shave, but everybody's got to wear something over the hair. So women are walking around with like big things on their legs <laughs> and on their arms and covering their head. But guys have this big giant thing all over their face. And I got the, like my back is completely covered. <laughs> <laughs> I just got like things on my nipples yeah. for some reason. Like, what is that? What is that? He got pasties. Tom's <laughs> making them go in two different directions. Oh, look at, look me. at me. Oh, my. Oh. You, you got to go left yeah. arm, right arm, left arm, right arm. If you don't, you're never going to get him flowing otherwise. <laughs> Opposite directions. And they spin the other true. way. And then they go the other way. Yes, I do. I wear tassels oh, all the gosh. time. <laughs> oh, these are my work nipple tassels. <laughs> Cufflinks for your nips. It's like a pocket squares. <laughs> so, Tom, right now, our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. And, and AdamandEve.com, I just want to mention, if you like to fuck. If you don't. Really? Yeah. But if you like huh. to fuck and yeah. you like to get fucked, AdamandEve.com is a great sponsor for this show because they provide 
oils and lubes and things to fuck with and things to get fucked with and things to put on stuff and things to put under stuff, <laughs> things to put around stuff. I mean, you basically could pack that shit in airtight wherever you want. <laughs> and the nice thing is with the uh, code GLORY at checkout, you won't get fucked on the price. Exactly. Because <laughs> you get 50% off almost any item at adamandeve.com. You get a ton of free gifts. You get free DVDs or something for you, something for her, something for both of you guys. No sex swing right now. Yeah, no, sex no sex swing. swing. But free shipping. Free so shipping. We get to swing it out to you that way <laughs> instead. You get free. All you have to do is enter Gloria Checkout. You'll get all that stuff. And fucking has never been so fun. <laughs> this story's from Friendly Atheist. This is Rick Wiles. Can't even tell if he's kidding. Hillary Clinton looks good. Because she's drinking a lot of blood. He's drinking. Here we go. A lot of blood. All right, so let's play it. Do you think he's kidding? I don't know. This is short, so let's hear. We'll listen to it, and then we'll talk. Physically, she's looking much better. She must be drinking a lot of blood. On the vampirism side. Yeah. I mean, because she's definitely getting transfusions because she's stronger. Yeah, she was pretty weak back there in 2016. That woman was falling apart. But they've obviously... They've been taking her to a lot of spirit cooking events, and she's she's been revived. Or, alternatively, mm-hmm. she's not on the campaign trail anymore. Yeah, like <laughs> and working twenty hours a day. Why? Hey, she's looking better than when she had walking pneumonia. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes when people are sick, they yeah. look sick. Yeah. Or when and they're they overworked. Get, yeah. Yeah. Like right. Just being, I mean, just being on the campaign trail yeah. has got to be so grueling. Yeah. And you're constantly weighing everything you have to say and you're constantly contra- concentrating to try to figure out to make sure you don't fucking fuck up. Yeah. How exhausting would that be for how long did she do it? Yeah. And, and then the, like now she looks better. No shit, dude. She's <laughs> resting. <laughs> Are you serious? Right. Right. Yeah. It, it's like. It could be that she's getting blood transfusions, yeah. which would be really helpful if she were low on blood. Yeah. Like blood oh. transfusions aren't ha- like, like you have as a regular walking person, the right amount of blood. Yeah. Like unless something happens, a blood transfusion just gives you more blood. It doesn't like, help. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing too, is that it's, it, if you give somebody blood of like, you know, like a younger person, it doesn't do anything. It's not, right? like, it's not like it's not like your blood's just like, oh, we got an influx of young blood yeah. in here. Otherwise, it would be publicly, it would be yeah. available as a fucking anti-aging and beauty. Treatment, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, and, and they not. do they do for scammers, but there's right. not. It's not like a major thing, right? And you know, they say they're they're talking about how this blood is taken off. You know, it makes her look younger or whatever. Well, if that's the case, well, then when fucking. AOC steps down, she's going to be a zygote. (laughs) (laughs) Make it lose 25 years. (laughs) It's like she's getting pushed around in a stroller afterwards. Doesn't even make any sense. And then, of course, they bring up spirit cooking. Yeah, which which is is what they want to talk about. She's been eating a lot of semen lately, Uh, is really what they want to say here. Like semen bakery goods or whatever. Isn't that what they want to talk about? They're just mad someone else is eating cum. (laughs) I'm super mad about it. I wanted to eat it and I can't because it's not socially acceptable (laughs) in my group of friends. It's perfectly fine, Rick, everywhere else outside of of your weird little group. Yeah, right. If you, you want to just fucking bake with it. Bake with your own, although I think that's probably a circular. It's like an Ouroboros problem. (laughs) I was old and then I ate old people come and now, (laughs) god damn it. 
My I, balls are prunes right now. I can only blow people that are younger than me or I age every time. <laughs> <laughs> he's got What's a whole, wrong with these people? He's got a whole style, like a whole fucking... Wait, a whole stable full of <laughs> young kids that he's... I shall milk these... Okay. Did you All see right. the the thing that happened this week with uh, two of the candidates? Two of the candidates. One, Bernie Sanders, of course. Had a heart attack. Had yeah. a heart. What I read immediately after was like, yeah, it's totally normal. It's cool. He'll be fine in a couple of days. And he yeah. was. Yeah. So I didn't really right. look that deeply into it. The other one was... Um, that Jacob Wall and Liz Warren, did you see this? No. What so happened? Jacob Wall this week, um, remember that guy who's like, Mueller totally had a like a sexual assault thing that happened to him a while back. Oh, Do you remember yeah, that yeah, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jacob Wall said, I found out that Liz Warren is into BDSM and I found a guy who had like BDSM sex with her and he's a, she's a cougar, yada, yada, yada. And they bring this guy out He's like a buff, like ex-military guy. He takes his shirt off. He shows the scar that Elizabeth Warren gave him. But then whoa, whoa. 10 minutes later, somebody's like, yeah, on his Instagram, he doesn't say that that's where the scar came from. And he's showing the scar off on his Instagram, <laughs> right? So he's clearly a fucking liar. And so is Jacob Wall. Right. But uh, one of the best parts is, but I don't know how long later, Liz Warren tweets out, I just want to say thank you so much to the University of Houston because they gave me an opportunity that I was not able to get anywhere else. I paid $50 a credit hour and got a great degree and I went on to get my law degree, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you so much. And then she put at the bottom, go Cougars. And it was, <laughs> it was the Cougars. Oh, that's amazing. It was like a fucking mic drop moment. And oh. she totally got She totally got him. It was amazing. That's fucking I mean, outstanding. It's, but it's it's one of those things that like, you know, here's a guy who's literally making his career right. on just fucking going out and slandering. He slandered um, uh, Robert Mueller. Yeah, yeah. He slandered. He's slandering her. You know, right. she, if you're Was saying fly up or down, if you're saying, <laughs> if you're saying she is out having extramarital affairs, that I, I, I mean, I don't. I don't know a lot. I'm not a law talking guy. <laughs> right. But I'll tell you what, I sure as fuck would do everything I could to make sure that that guy heard from my lawyer. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. You know, if somebody was out there spreading a lie that you're having an extramarital affair. You know, like, part of me would be like, well, it's not true, but like, super flattering that a 70-year-old lady can fucking pull in some yeah. fucking 30-year-old yeah. man meat like yeah, that. Yeah, some like, fucking like, hunk a lunk over there right. just fucking like pull that shit in cool like, like, let's be real like if, yeah. the, if, if you just like reverse the genders on that it was like some dude like some 70 year old dude was yeah. having oh, sex yeah. with some yeah. like super hot young chick or whatever yeah. people would be like yeah that's our current president yeah and he pays hundred and thirty thousand dollars to shut it. her up yep yep right yeah that's literally what we have right now how is that a scandal i don't know if yeah you go reverse these on the yeah. gender yeah and in this case, too, it's just so unbelievable. Right. When you talk about fucking Liz Warren, you're like, just like, are you serious? Like, Come on. I, like, part of me is like, yeah, all right, well, good for you. Yeah, and like, I don't fucking pull in some fucking premium dick. Don't like, get me wrong. I know. I absolutely don't care. <laughs> right. And I may have thought about it a few <laughs> times since then. Um, but, you know, I, I rudely had to pull my pants down during her tweet or whatever. No, but seriously, like, yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit at all. But what I, what I do think is, is that it's, it's super shitty for somebody to, to just be able to get away with just saying anything they want. And I, and I get, I don't, what I don't want is the English system of libel where it's just like, 
you say one little tiny thing and you're fucking paying forever. Because I know that there's been a lot of shit that yeah. we've talked about where the English system of libel is way worse it's than, crazy than the United States. It's like States. you can't fucking sneeze near somebody without getting sued. But I would like some sort of recourse if somebody's like telling an obvious lie on a huge platform. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I don't know why it would be a big deal that she was into like BDSM. I, I don't know like, why either. Part of it's like, it's 2019. Yeah, nobody like, gives a shit. Fucking Fifty Shades of Grey was like five years ago. Yeah. Like the world has moved on from like, I like to get tied up. Yeah. Like, Everybody's like, nobody <sighs> cares. That's your private business. Kimmy Schmidt wasn't just running away from our beloved town. She was heading east to Ohio. Ohio, stupid. This story's from the Daily Mail. Scandal of young Iraqi girls sold for sex in temporary pleasure marriages. Pleasure in quotes here. Uh, that can last as little as an hour as one Shia cleric claims it is no problem at all to wed a nine-year-old girl. Uh, Shia clerics were filmed offering brief marriages in a BBC documentary in Iraq. One claimed there's no problem at all with marrying girls as young as nine. We've talked about this before. Like, the, prostitution is illegal within the Sharia system, yeah, right? Yeah. But the Sharia system has all these ways to trick God with the paperwork. Yeah. And like... They do, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Like, they're just like, well, we can't have prostitutes. What we can do is have marriages, and you can fuck anybody in a marriage, and anybody can submit in a marriage, and you fucking damn well better because this is Sharia. Yeah. And like, there's no rules on the age, so all we have to do is just do this sham marriage paperwork bullshit, and God was like, some fucking bureaucrat who's like, well, it's in triplicate. What did you want me to do? Declare raping a nine-year-old immoral? There's paperwork. This survey checks out. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, a party is like, do you think the almighty, omniscient, yeah. omnipotent being that created all matter and the idea of matter and life itself is like, well, I don't know. They have it notarized. They somehow tricked me into right. this. God. Golly. I am so stupid sometimes. <laughs> I guess I should have thought of that. No temporary marriages. Uh, and this is this is a horror too. This is not oh, yeah. this is not just like like a way to get around prostitution. This is a way to get around child rape. It is. It, I mean, yeah, like, yes, like yes. we're talking yes. about kid, little kids at a certain point. They're talking nine, 13 years old in this documentary. They're they're, yes. And they're they're saying, hey, you know, I want to get the kids. Is it okay if I get a nine year old? Like, yeah, just don't fucking. You got to do other shit with her because you don't want to take her virginity, is what they say. Ugh. You got to do other shit with her. And the amount of that, some of these some of these kids, some Ugh. of these children are saying that that's how they get by is by basically process basically you know yeah, because there's nobody taking care of them. Yeah, like, these are the most at risk people. Yeah, in this community, in this culture, they, these are they, these are the least safe, most at risk young people. Like nine years old, that's a fucking fourth grader. Yeah. That's a third or fourth grader. God damn. That is a little, little kid. It, it's a little child. It's a, a child. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's like a kid who might cry this week. Yeah. Like it's reasonable to think that a nine-year-old is going to cry once a week. Yeah. It's reasonable to think that the nine-year-old will be upset about what's for dinner. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like in particular, they're talking about in this article, they're talking about the uh, two different cultures. Um, it's Shia and Sunni. And I guess in one group... The Shia, I, I, and I, I may just be misremembering, but I thought it was in Shia. They, they allow this, but the other one was under Saddam Hussein, and they didn't allow it. 
But now that he's gone and there's, you know, they, this other form of Islam came in, now it's starting to come back. Yeah. And they were able to get these guys to say horrible shit on camera. Crazy shit. Horrible shit. And, you know, basically they're, they're, they're selling children. They're into sex, into sex and the sex slavery. Yeah. yeah. The, and like the one guy, like one of the things that stood out is like the, the one guy posing like in the, in the documentary or the film or the undercover investigation, whatever. He's like, I don't want to commit to a long-term marriage. Yeah. And I was like, that's what a marriage is. Yeah. I don't want a long-term yeah. marriage. I don't want a permanent one. Yeah. Is there any way we can get a semi-permanent <laughs> one? I want one that washes off like in the washing machine. Tattoo? Yeah. Like, okay, here's the thing. We'll put on the wedding ring yeah. and it's made of wet paper. Yeah. And when it falls off, we're not married anymore. We'll get we'll get henna that says, I love you. Yeah. And then when that washes yeah. away in a couple of weeks, it's over. How's I, that? Yeah. I drew my wedding ring on with a Mr. Mr. Stink marker or whatever. Yeah. Like, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Scenty markers. Mr. Stink, Mr. Stink is good. better. Mr. Stink is better. Smell my finger. <laughs> Smell my finger. Mr. Stink markers. <laughs> Does this smell right to you? <laughs> I find the defendant not guilty. As for science versus religion, I'm issuing a restraining order. Religion must stay 500 yards from science at all times. All right, this story comes from fox4news.com. Freedom from Religion Foundation files complaint against judge after giving Bible to Amber Geiger counter. So Amber Geiger, Geiger, Googer. She doesn't have to count that high. That's for sure. They didn't give her that much time. So let's talk about that bullshit for a second. Like I know, I think you and I have some different thoughts sometimes on the criminal justice system in terms of like incarceration. Sure. This is a woman who was a police officer and she barged into the wrong house and there was a dude sitting in his fucking chair eating vanilla ice cream. And she pulled out her service weapon and she shot him in the chest and killed him. Yep. And she said, oopsie daisy, yeah. totally thought that was my house. Yeah. Apartment. Sorry, yeah. apartment. Is absolute unmitigated bullshit. Like that's, I, it is impossible for me to fathom a world where that could possibly be a true set of circumstances, yeah. right? And even if it were, it's impossible for me to imagine a world where I am sympathetic to that excuse for why you pulled out your gun and shot a man eating vanilla ice cream. Sure. If it was Neapolitan. Oh, I get it. Get it. I'd be right, right yeah. there with him. So yeah. she was convicted of murder. Yeah. In the other, Texas. Th- the other thing too, and I do want to point this out. It, I, I, I read this somewhere that one of the things that happened right afterwards was her worried about losing her job. Yes. And so that to me says that's not a level of remorse that I would like to see in someone who just took another human being's life. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I can't like, I remember I was, I was in my apartment one time and I was sitting, just sitting in my chair watching TV and some dude opened the door and he got my apartment mixed up. He was visiting a friend. I don't know how he got my apartment mixed up because it's a very end unit. Like it seems like hard to do actually, but he opened the door and I stood up and I'm like, Hey, and he's like, Whoa, 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 wrong apartment. He closed the door and he walked away. And I thought, well, I should keep my door locked. That was foolish, right? Yeah. But like, he didn't shoot me. Right. But if somebody was supposed to shoot somebody and nobody should, because like that, that, that problem solved itself in yeah. like a half a second, yeah. right? Right. We have a problem in America where everybody's carrying a, like if you're carrying a gun around, you solve a problem with guns. I got scared. I shot him. Yeah. And like, we had a, we, we had a moment here nationally where 
maybe that was going to be okay. Well, she was scared. She shot him. That was her defense. Yeah. Her defense was, that's everybody. That's, I got scared. That's every one of their cop defenses, though, is always, right. I was afraid. I don't think being afraid is enough to kill somebody. I don't think I got scared so I get to kill you is something I should be able to say out loud. Yeah. Unless you're running at me with a knife, like getting like with yeah, stabby sure, motions. Sure. Yeah. Like it's crazy yeah. to say out loud that that's what happened. So she gets convicted of murder. Um, and Texas doesn't have first degree, second degree, third degree. Texas has like murder. Texas is, Texas is fucked. And then they have capital murder, which means that you're yeah. eligible for the death penalty. Sure. Otherwise they have murder and capital yeah. murder. So she gets convicted of murder. And she gets 10 years. The, the amount of latitude, by the way, that the, the judge has is between two years and life. She gets 10 years, five with parole. Five be, with parole for shooting a yeah. guy eating ice cream in his own home. Yeah, yeah. I think that's insane. That's insane to me. We send people away, like, and I don't think that's right either. We're like, we send people away for vast amounts of time yeah. for crimes that are tiny. And I think that's wrong. I think we should not do that. But I think it's like, equally wrong that somebody like uses the excuse of I carry a deadly weapon on my hip at all times and when I get scared I shoot people and that's five years five years incarcerated of all the that's people wrong of all the people who should be more judicious in yes. how they use it is someone who has to carry it every day right right at this point you're like you carry it around with you every day you make a decision Every single person you meet, you make a decision not to shoot them. Every single person, every single interaction in your day while you're wearing that gun, you make a decision not to shoot that person. Right. And in this particular situation, you make the decision to shoot that person? It doesn't make it, like, here's the other thing I don't understand. Why the fuck does a cop have to carry a gun when they're off duty? I don't think there's any reason for them to carry the fucking gun when they're off duty. If you're in the military, you get a gun, you check it in and out of the armory. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, if, if I'm a cop, why can't I like go to work and check my gun out of the fucking armory? Yeah. Why do I have to walk around with a fucking gun on my hip all the time? And I know people say like, well, what if I run into a criminal that I arrested last week and he's mad at me? Give me a fucking break on that shit. That, that, show me some instances where that's statistically likely to cause a problem and maybe I'll change my mind, but I don't buy that for a fucking second otherwise. Like we have no reason for people to strap a fucking gun on their hip and walk around. All it does is escalate a situation that I've been in Yeah, where somebody walked into my house yeah. and I stood up scared. I was like, what the fuck are you in my house for? And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it resolved without violence. There's a reason I don't walk around the house with my fucking gun on my head. Right. I do own a pistol, but I just right. don't. It's unloaded yeah. all the time. I remember recently in the last maybe five years, I had just gotten my concealed carry and I was carrying my gun and I was in a car and I was driving and this guy we got into a, like a stupid argument, honking. He cut me off really badly. We drove into the bike lane and literally drove down the pylons to get in front of me for no reason. What? And because I was going a little slow, waiting for the light to go, you know? Yeah. And so he got in front of me. So I just, I, I literally just tapped my horn. He starts flipping me off. He starts freaking out. He starts to get out of his car. He's a big dude. Yeah. He's a big guy. I was legitimately afraid. Yeah. But I didn't pull my gun out and shoot him. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I was legitimately afraid, probably more afraid than she was walking into a strange apartment, but I didn't do it, right? right? I didn't do it because I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. Why would I shoot somebody for cutting me off? Like, that's fucking dumb. And, that's and, and the problem is, is that we, 
we forgive. This isn't a fucking isolated case, right? The problem is, is that this isn't, this isn't one of those things that we can just all pretend nothing else happened previous to this with black people and the police, right? right? We can't all just be like, oh, well, this is an isolated incident and nothing ever bad ever happens, et cetera. One of the people that fucking testified in this was murdered. Did you see this? I did yesterday. Yeah. So like, and again, I don't want to say like that where he was killed by the police officers. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about the case, but again, like, like we are in a position right now where, where we have a, a very long history of law enforcement mistreating black people. It's, it's evident and it's, and it's open and it happens all the time. Watch, watch a dozen of those, those shootings that happen. And you can see while they're in the line of duty, people are begging for the life getting shot. People are like do, complying yeah. and getting shot. Yep. People are sometimes fighting back minor in a minor way and getting killed, getting choked out. You know, they're will never even get an opportunity yeah. to respond and comply. Exactly. They just get murdered right there. So let's not, I mean, this is, this is not happening in a vacuum. This, right. this, this case is not happening in a vacuum. So I get that. In this particular instance, there's this weird moment where the so judge weird. walks up and gives her a hug and like gives her a Bible. What is happening here? Like this is somebody who murdered another person. Yeah. Here, what makes me crazy is like, there's no way the judge would give a hug to the fucking sentenced murderer if this was some black guy. Yeah. There's no way. But because it's a white woman, I think she's treated differently. Yeah. I just do. I think that that's 100% the case. And she's like, oh, you know, I hope you learn a lesson from this and you got to read the Bible. And the woman's like, I don't have my fucking Bible. She's like, oh, let me go get you mine. And she yeah. goes and gets a Bible and gives it to her. And she says, and has this like moment. This thing doesn't, this doesn't happen with like some dude, like some fucking random black dude from the fucking West side. Do you think he gets yeah. a fucking snuggle from the judge? No, God, no. Absolutely God, not. No. no. It says here, this is your job for the next month. You read right here, John 3, 16. Hold on a second. It's not going to take me a whole month. Let me read it out loud okay. real quick. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him, ooh, I believeth on him, All should over. not perish, but have eternal life. For God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not die, but have eternal life. It's like 30 words long. Yeah. What are you going to fucking read one word a day? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> but they filed a complaint. The Freedom from Religion Foundation filed a complaint against this. They did. Um, they didn't say that it was, you know, they, they did say that they respected her or whatever, but they just don't like the idea of a judge getting off the fucking bench and going to get their fucking Bible. And preach to somebody, Couldn't basically. Couldn't you just do this? Like, the other thing that pisses me off, too, is like, if you really wanted to do this, you're the judge to be like, yeah, can you bring her to my chambers? Like, right. can't you just do this in private? You know, if you want to do this, if that's something that you feel absolutely called to do, okay, go go visit her yeah, while she's say, in the fucking jail. You can do that on your off time. Yeah. That, the problem I have isn't that she decided to share her religious belief with somebody, right? It's that she did it on my dime yeah. as a duly appointed representative of the government. Yeah. That's the time she chose. To your point, like, she didn't do it on her off time. She didn't go visit this woman on a Saturday. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think she ever would. Because I don't think these people care enough to burn up half their Saturday sure. visiting some murderer in jail. Yeah. I think what they want is, oh, you know what? It felt good for me in the moment. It cost me virtually nothing. A Bible is basically free. You can check in at a fucking Motel 6 and sure. replace it. Yeah. You know what? You know what also pisses me off, though, too, is that, like, here's a judge 
who their job is to give out punishment for us. They do it for us, right? They work for us. They give out this punishment for us. And part of this punishment is religious-based. Part of this punishment is right on the board a hundred times, John 3.16. Fuck you. How about fuck you, judge? How about no? How about we don't do that? How about we put her in fucking jail, which is what we all fucking agreed to? Instead, you're saying that this is part of her punishment. You're a fucking figure that doles out punishment. And to say that this is something that you should do to, and I I gotta say the word, repent, is bullshit because not everybody agrees with that shit. China has total respect for Donald Trump's very, very large brain. They call her Pocahontas. I am the chosen one. You are fake news. Okay. I am the least racist person. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. To come here, grab him by the pussy. Stop it. So, Tom, this week in Trump... um, there's a Raw Story article that says Trump went absolutely nuts in front of reporters. Here are the craziest highlights. I'm just going to read the highlights. <laughs> Trump blatantly lies about Democrats' reaction to his phone call with the president of Ukraine, in which he repeatedly pressed the Ukrainian government to investigate uh, Joe Biden. Uh, he also, Trump gets called out for lying about his interests in having the Bidens investigated. And then he says... <laughs> I mean, he basically is just like, he he gets called out and then his response is, you know, we have to look. <laughs> Trump delivers bizarre mon- monologue about how he's electrifying <laughs> so Christianity. Weird. And then uh, Trump tries dis- distancing himself from the State Department <laughs> texts that came out. Trump falsely blames the American allies for the uh, Russia investigation. And then also today... Legal team says it represents a second whistleblower over Trump and Ukraine. So the second whistleblower came forward um, and there's another one, not just one, but it's also a CIA, from what I read, it's also a CIA operative as well. And they are firsthand, not secondhand information. Yeah, this is firsthand, yeah. That's a big, that's potentially, you know, a big deal, right? Because one of the potential defenses, which I don't understand because their White House released their own transcript, but one of the defenses is, look, this is secondhand information. Second information we gave you. That we provided to you that was part of our record of the yeah. conversation. Anyway, we that doesn't make any sense, but with the secondhand information, now they're like, ah, cool. Well, now there's firsthand information, yeah. so there goes that. Yeah. I, I, love, I love, too, on the, on the whistleblower thing that Trump's like, ah, we're working so hard to find out who the whistleblower is he was clearly a partisan whistleblower. Like, you don't even know who he was. Yeah, you don't even know who he is. But we know his politics. Yeah, you know his politics because he's against you, right? right? Whoever's not with me is against right. me is his real message there. Um, one thing that bothers me about the whistleblower things, and this is two in a row that are coming forward, the right has genuinely poisoned the well by talking so much about deep state for yeah. so long. And it's not just fringes. This is not just the fringe that talks about the deep state now. It's everybody who talks about the deep state. And they have poisoned this well to the point now where you can't even believe a CIA operative. I watched a guy, one of the representatives in Congress today, being interviewed by the Meet the Press guy. And he said he does not believe the FBI and the CIA. He said out loud, he's a congressman, and he said out loud he doesn't believe the FBI and the CIA anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, we're we're at a crisis point, genuinely. Like, we're at a crisis point where it's like, we if you can't believe, here are the, the, follow, here are the following institutions that if you're on the right, you don't believe. So, the, so I want you to tell me honestly, 
Where do you get information about what's going on? Yeah, in the world? right, right. Like, so, it, yeah, we don't believe the FBI. Yeah. We don't believe the CIA. We don't mm-hmm. believe the NSA. We don't believe any media corporation that publishes a paper, yeah, a publication of any kind, sure, or is broadcast on the radio or is broadcast on television, right? Yeah. So, we don't trust major media outlets. We don't trust any member of the intelligence community. Okay. So where do we get information from? We don't trust you any... Uh, you can you know only I mean? get it from Trump. You can only get it from the people in power who it's their, it's their, it's in their best interest to lie to you, right? It's in their best interest to deceive you. Those are the only people that you can absolutely get information from. That's an insane way to think about the world. It's crazy to me. How do I even know what Trump says if I don't rely on media? Yeah. You have to watch him give a. I have to watch him sh- somewhere. You have to watch him give a shouty interview outside of a helicopter, which is what he does now but, all the time. But honestly, like, and I'm not being crazy. Like, where do I watch that at if not through some media yeah, right. source? Yeah, sure. Like, there, like, unless I am the president, yeah. like, unless I am that person, or I'm part of the crowd that he's talking to. Right. Those are your two options. Like, because I can't count on. I can't turn on the news and be like, oh, because uh, you know how it's going to work. It's like, oh, that was out of context, right? Yeah. That's that's big media, you know, not showing you the full story, not spinning it, not get so all that's discounted. Yeah. So I don't even know that it's necessarily like, if I have to discount everything I see and hear and read, what the fuck? Like, what other source of information am I supposed to have? Am I supposed to like rub a shocker in my asshole? Supposed to get all your information through flipping over tarot cards right. or something? Yeah, really, genuinely, I don't know where you get your information from. We're we're yeah. out of options. Yeah, we like just the internet in general. Just yeah. like I went online randomly. Yeah. Well, Liz Crokin told me, and so yeah. therefore YouTube I'm going to believe it. That's well, and and right now, like I said before, the the well has been so poisoned. Yeah. About this deep state thing. Yeah. It's to the point now where I genuinely don't believe that if if things really seriously progress with a whistleblower and they get a ton of stuff, that there's going to be, I have a feeling that there's going to be a genuine group of people in this country and not a small group that will reject that information because they will call it deep state. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that will reject that information. I think they already yeah. are. There's a congressman yeah. that I saw today that literally rejected the information. I know. I know. I, how much does, you know, like part of me was going to say, like, how much does it matter what the public thinks in a circumstance like this? You know, and how much does it matter what the power brokers think, right? Because, like, is it a matter? It's not a matter. We don't, we're not having a referendum on the impeachment. Like, we're having. But what you do have is a bunch of people yeah. who are easily moved. And so he's talking about civil war. He's talking about you know, a coup. He's using those words, Tom. He's not saying, he's saying civil war in his tweets. He's saying coup in his tweets. Right. If you say those things, suddenly people may act. They may start to do shit, like go after high ups, may start to do, you know, some horrible shit around the country. You know, this could lead into some really terrible stuff. And I got to imagine that Russia is just tenting their fucking fingers right this now. This is what they wanted. Excited as yeah. hell because they were able to manipulate our government into not only complete inaction, but also devouring itself. Yeah. They've, they are, they are 100% successful in all of that. They've done everything. They, they are, yeah. they are, they're ecstatic with yep. what they've done. Oh yeah. And every major Despot in the world is also enjoying this like like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. 
if we don't return to normalcy soon, it's going to be real, real scary in 2021, 2022. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree. Like, I think at this point, what we can say without hyperbole is that the disinformation warfare that was waged by Russia against the United States was a complete and unmitigated success. Sure. We are, like you said, we're devouring ourselves, yeah. which is exactly, yeah. you know, that's, by doing this, we are not concentrating on anything else. Yeah. And so, you know, every week, every month, every year that goes by that we do this, we aren't doing all the other things that are necessary for a state to act in its best interests. Just think about just think about the inaction that comes from climate change. Just just yeah, there. Just right. there. We were talking a couple of weeks ago, it was like eight, eight years or whatever for like the end times, like no more go and go back, no takesies, backsies. You're looking at, you know, if Trump gets in there, that's six more years, man. It's over. Two years? You're going to turn everything around in two years? No, no, literally impossible. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. But don't get beachfront property, <laughs> millennials. <laughs> even, if, even if a boomer dies and it's, uh, it's for sale, don't buy it. Yeah. Buy, buy property about 30 yards inland. Yeah. No matter what you do. That's your beachfront. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the shit that he's doing, that, he's di- that he did this last week. We'll read a couple of these things to sort of figure out. Um, I want to read this out loud. He's like, this is him talking about the uh, the talk, the conversation he had, the call with the president of Ukraine. If you notice, they don't mention the call I had with the president of the Ukraine. They don't mention that because it was so good. They only mention it was Adam Schiff made it up, but he gave everybody the train. I don't understand that at all. Do you understand that? Does that no. make sense? What, he, what he's saying is they don't talk about it. They never talked about it before. They found out that it contained, no, I can't make sense of it at all. No. There's no way to make sense of it, Cecil. It's word salad. It's more yeah. fucking gobbledygookity yeah. word yeah. salad. <laughs> this one's great. This is my favorite yeah. one. It's number two. Number two? Yeah, number two. So the, the president claimed he wasn't interested in going after Biden, but was interested in tackling corruption. And this reporter, and this reporter actually got thrown out. The reporter said, you know, hey, how come this whole corruption thing is a new thing. Have you ever pressed another foreign country to crack down on corruption? And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to get back I to you on that one you. because it's not standard yeah. practice. And because they, he says it like it's a normal thing. Like, yeah. I just call all these world leaders and say, root out corruption in your country. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Hey, have you ever thought about getting rid of the corruption? I am corruption, man. What? I actually, never thought of getting rid of corruption. Actually, he kind of is corruption, man. He is <laughs> corruption, man. I like this one too. Trump delivers bizarre monologue about how he's electrifying Christianity. Quote, <laughs> I got a call the other night from pastors, the biggest pastors, <laughs> evangelical Christians. They said, we never seen our religion or any religion so elect- electrified. They see they've never seen anything like it. No religion has ever been as electrified as God. Really? Because I feel like in 2001, there was one particular religion, which was part <laughs> very electrified. And yeah. I, I feel like ISIS, yeah. uh, they've, they've been pretty on fire for a while yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe it's not electrified. Maybe they're just on fire yeah. is what it is. But I, 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 this is absolutely him screaming to his base yeah. saying, don't forget about me because I, I didn't forget about you. This is him telling right. the evangelicals, don't fucking flip on me. My favorite thing that he does is when he makes up stories of people praising him that never happened. Yeah, like and the then Michigan. Praises yeah. himself yeah. by saying, you wouldn't believe 
This woman was like, I never had such a great orgasm, such an orgasm. Her arms and legs, they shook all akimbo. <laughs> such a good. That's what she said to me from my penis that I did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's me. Did he, he kept saying over and over that he was Michigan man of the year. And that's yeah, like not like a no thing. Michigan man it was of the like, year. that's not a thing. Like Michigan doesn't like rate their men from <laughs> <one> to whatever. <laughs> Can you imagine if they did? You're like, the last one because somebody <laughs> is and you're just like, like, dude, just oh, like oh man uh, you know we gave you a wreath because you got Michigan man of the year but we got we gave this other guy a tuba to follow him around Burberto 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 calm down wooden face shove it Satan oh thou should not speak to master in such a manner <laughs> they call me master wait do you see what I'm gonna call you this story comes from right wing watch uh, this is Jim Baker the left is under massive demon possession. All right, so this is Jim Baker from his show. He's interviewing a guy, and you will hear the guy throughout. He's talking to another person, um, so you will hear him. It's Rick Rick Renner, um, who's Baker's guest, but Baker's talking mostly in this. Your book, your book answers the questions I've been asking mm -hmm. and about, here's the title. How to keep your head on straight in a world gone crazy. He is really just genuinely like, like really electrified with this book title. <laughs> Isn't he? Just like how to keep your head on straight. Also, first off, it's a terrible book title. I yeah. mean, like, let's just be real, real frank here. But isn't he like so excited about it? Like he's like almost like barking it at the people. Yeah, either that's Cecil or he reads like somebody who just learned how, <laughs> you know, one word, too, one word at a uh, time. Like he's sounding it out. Oh, so that makes sense with the John 316 for a month. <laughs> there, thing. That makes there you sense. Go. Right. Yes. And I want to tell you people today, America has gone crazy. Yes. I love that woman yeah. so much. I she can't. just can't. She never says anything. She just agrees with whoever says anything on the show. I agree that that's what yeah. she does. <laughs> it has. And, and, and Rick, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not. But I know my wife will. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, you're getting kicked out of the fucking audience <laughs> of the Jim Baker show. <laughs> Do we think we have a lot of trolls in the Jim Baker show? I believe much of politics today, especially those that have gone out on an extreme. Uh, extreme what, Tom? Oh. Extreme what, left or right? Which mm. way is he going to go? Wait, I know this uh, one. Oh, pull the audience. Uh, oh, the audience is all the same. So you know, it's all old people buying buckets. You know, you know what makes me nuts too is when people try to equate the extreme right and extreme left. And I'm just like, the extreme left, really truly extreme left people yeah. are like communists who want to like take down, you know, they're, they're like the proletariat who want to take the means of production, right? right? There's nobody in this country who's screaming about the means of production, <laughs> right? You never, once in a great while, you'll hear some rando say something like that, but that's not a huge movement in this country right. at all. If you look across the spectrum, across the world, we are center at our left. Like our far left is like center in some of these places. By comparison By, to in most comparison, of the world. Yeah. yeah, in comparison, right. especially to some yeah. of these other European countries, they're just like, far left like that dude's conservative yeah. you know what i mean like and they look at andrew andrew yang and like get the fuck out of here that's because like what we're asking for they've had for 30 years exactly yeah like the our our like extreme left is like maybe we should be able to go to school and not get sick yeah. and like they're like the rest of the world's like 
Well, fucking duh. Yeah. When are you going to have an idea? Everybody's like, you don't have that? And I'll say left. There was way left. What did I say? I thought he was going to go you right, thought, but he, thought, he zigged. He, he zigged, zigged when he should have zagged. Yeah, he was going to zag. He took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. Uh, he's old enough to remember the zag nut, I guess. That guy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a zag nut. Have you no, had a zag Nobody nut? under 60 has had a zag nut. <laughs> <laughs> A zag, now I kind of want to buy a zag yeah. nut if you can find I don't one. Think you, I don't think they make them anymore. You have to go back in time. <laughs> I'm going to get a time you machine. You got to go back in time and instead of killing Hitler, you got to go buy a zag nut. <laughs> do you know what would be amazing, Cecil? Is to invent a time machine just to do like irrelevant shit. Yeah. Like small, petty shit. Like, like you invent a fucking time machine. Like, I could do so much good with it. You're like, I could try that zag nut. Like, I haven't had a zag nut. Right, exactly. Just like, like, just like you yeah, change all yeah. the scope of the world going or, forward or and you fuck just, with the time You dimension. just do like a culinary thing. So you're going out through history. You're like, you know, we haven't made garum in 2000 years. Let me go eat some garum or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to go on know. a culinary yeah, go, you're just doing, of the yeah, past. You're just doing it of the past of shit that doesn't exist anymore. Like, you're just like, I want to eat a fucking condor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat a dodo salad. I'm oh, dodos. God, it'd be so good. Just to do like uh, mean, petty <laughs> shit. Just like I invented this thing that could make the world so much better, but I'm basically just going to be an irresponsible <laughs> tourist on spring break forever. <laughs> but my Instagram is going to rock. <laughs> I believe there is a massive demon possession in the political realm today. There's a massive. So there's just like one, one demon? chubby demon. <laughs> he's like, I don't believe hell because every time I do, Jim Baker makes fun of how big I am. God damn it. I've been trying to lose weight. I'm cutting down on souls. I'm just a massive demon. <laughs> I have feelings too. I can't even scratch myself. <laughs> My 600 pound demon. <laughs> there's just like some other demons like, just keep eating, honey. You're beautiful. <laughs> they have to take down the wall of the cave just to get him out. <laughs> There's all these people body shaming this demon. Every time he leaves, Jim Baker's like, look at that fat ass over there. <laughs> oh, the demon's backing up. Beep, beep. <laughs> demon's got to shop at big and tall. Got to get the right size pitchfork for his body. Yeah. You look so small with my enormous hands. <laughs> Do you have anything in size XXL? <laughs> Am I wrong? I believe it, it's like hell found a voice. Yes. Say that. Hell found a voice. Yes. And hell is speaking through the political system today and through the media. Yes. It is amazing. Oh, isn't that great? Hell found a voice in the left. That's it. I mean, yeah. that's that's exactly what he's saying. That's a, that's, that's, it's been their message forever. But once in a while, when you hear him say it out loud, it's really just appalling. Well, I mean, like, think about like the like what the left wants right now. You know, they want women to be equal with men. Well, that's that's anti-biblical, right? Like the any kind of like uh, gender parity, sure, is anti. Like to to their point, um, education for everybody. Like yeah. that's not, yeah, that, you know, like the the many of the things that the left would say, like, hey, these are our key talking points. Yeah. They're anti-biblical. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're wrong. I just think that they're wrong about everything. Yeah. Yeah, that we are we are essentially flipping that table over like Jesus, right? Right. It's all their all their tenants get flipped up and thrown into the air because we're saying no women should be equal. No, we don't care about gay people. Um, yeah, you know, women should work in the workplace. We should listen to what they have to say. Yeah. We shouldn't judge people based on um, you know whether or not they identify as X or Y or Z. Right. All these things are, are anathema. Immigration, healthcare, uh, you know, economic policy, 
you know, all of these things. All like the all the key tenets of the yeah. left. Abortion. Like, yeah. Abortion's huge. Like, for no, these we guys. don't want any of that. Yeah. Yeah. It really What's is. happening through the media? It's just wicked. It is. What's taking- yes. I'll agree with anyone. God, she just can't shut up, can yeah. she? She'll agree with anyone. Like, wait, if there's a man talking, I agree with that. <laughs> That's what Jim said to do. She said when a man talks that I agree with that. Oh, God. That's what I do. It's I totally agree with true. a man talker. Well, it's, it is. It's demonic. It should not be permitted. It just should be permitted. We shouldn't, we shouldn't allow dissenting voices we here in this democracy. We shouldn't allow media? Like, what are we talking about here? We can't have dissent from my view. Oh. That's what makes a democracy a democracy. You know, I think about Jesus. Jesus told the demons to shut up. Yes, he did. And I thought, we need to take authority over all these voices and just command them to be still. Amen. Yeah, great. Command them to be still. That's going to work out great for you. I would love it if somewhere in the Bible, Jesus actually told the demons, shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Stupid demons! I'm trying to sleep at 7.30 in the morning! Oh, gosh. So this week on Thursday, mm-hmm. it's our plan to release a show. We don't know how long the show is going to be because we haven't recorded it yet. But Tom and I watched the f- four-ish hours of The Family, something yep. like that. They're 45-minute episodes. Um, five of them. Five of them. Yep. So uh, there's it's a little over four hours. It was um, a little under four hours. It was uh, It was interesting, not great. And when you tune in, you'll find out whether or not we, what we really think about it. It's going to be a Thursday release. So if you don't care about the family on Netflix, you can skip it. It's going to be a Thursday release. It will be 492, but it is going to be a Thursday release. So we'll be back next week on Monday with a full show for everyone, just like we normally would be, but we are doing an extra show this week. Um, And again, we're not sure it's going to be full episode length or not, but it is going to be releasing into our feed. So check out Thursday when we review the family. And uh, we, this is releasing, but we will, we are recorded our citation needed in New York this last weekend. Hopefully, Everybody, the band's still together, (laughs) but uh, it should be a lot of fun. We hope it's a lot of fun. We'll be back, like we say, next week um, with a brand new show. Uh, We had to record this one a little early so we could get out to New York and do our Citation Needed show. If you haven't listened to Citation Needed yet, you should. Um, We have a lot of fun producing it and uh, we are planning right now. Hopefully it's, 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 there's a, there's a crossing of the fingers that we'll be doing our 150th show of Citation Needed here in Chicago Live, um, which will be in February sometime. We'll keep you posted on when that's going to happen. Um, but we are we are excited for that to happen. And we will read out patrons next week when we come back. Um, remember to keep signing up for the pizza party. We're taking 30 lucky people to do the pizza party with us here in Chicago on December 7th um, and 30 patrons. So look down on the patron feed patrons. You can sign up for the pizza party. Um, I'm going to delete you if you sign up twice on accident. <laughs> no I'm going to delete. I'm going to delete you. I'm going to delete one of your entries anyway. And uh, we'll be s- selecting at random 30 people who sign up right now. It's a one in three chance. There's about a hundred people who signed up a little over. It's about a one in three chance that you're going to get in. That's pretty so good. It's a pretty good chance, but we're going to have 30 people sign up. Uh, 30, we're going to have 30 people that we pick and we're going to be having a fun time here in Chicago on the seventh, eating pizza, hanging out. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.